Welcome to the Ask Brian Podcast Radio Show, where you'll hear from some of the most successful founders and CEOs of businesses and startups, sharing their best advice for success, and even some stories on how their mistakes actually make them even more successful. Now, here are your hosts, Brian and Tracy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Ask Brian Radio Show on KHS 1220 in 98.1 FM. Well, we did start a little late today, and why? Well, we had technical difficulties, so what do we do? We we shoot the engineer. That's that's the goal. So, engineer, can you see me? <laughs> I just shot. Whoa! <laughs> Gotta buzz myself sometime. <laughs> well, you should sing that song, I'm So Vain, you know? <laughs> because it's all about you, right, pal? Yeah, it is. Except we know on Ask Brian, it's all about me. Or the guests <laughs> that we have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's called empathy. We'll get into that soon. <laughs> All right. A couple of things here. People who have never listened to the Ask Brian show, uh, normally we start at 1 o'clock or 105. Today we're at 120. So thank you, engineer. Where's the clap? All right. Thank you. <laughs> One more time. All right. So we've got that great engineer. And on top of everything else, he's a Raider fan, even worse. All right. So. Ask Brian Radio Show, every week we interview somebody that has either a new product, new service, or they have something that they can teach a business owner because we like to help people, and that's what we're all about. So our, our interview today is going to be a little shorter than normal, but we are going to go over a couple of things. Now, one of the questions I get every week is, why ask Brian? Because my name is Peter, and why is Brian spelled with an E? I'm not Irish, and I don't go down to the pub, O'Brien's Pub, every day <laughs> and say, can I have a, a lager, please? Uh, a pint, a pint a of lager. There it is, a pint. pint of lager, please, at the O'Brien's pub. <laughs> okay, but I'm not O'Brien. All right. So the question is, why is Brian spelled with an E? There's so many. There's a lot of E's, and you go, you go over this. Sometimes I don't even remember them all. But one big one, well, we'll get to that one. But it's ed- it's education. This show's educational, and for who? For the entrepreneurs. Where's the clap? Where's the clap? Oh, oh okay. Oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, throwing all, throwing <laughs> you, can't, over you can't do two things at once. Got me doing everything because I'm the engineer. All right, no, you know, gu- I got no, no, show no, on. No gum for you because you can't. Okay. You have to be able to. If you can't chew gum and walk, forget it. So forget <laughs> it. you only get one. You want the gum or you want to walk? One or the other. One or the other. <laughs> Thanks for showing great empathy there. Appreciate it for another E. Well, gotcha. I had to do it once, you know. <laughs> of course, uh, my favorite hey, song I buzz is. Myself. Of course, my favorite song is "I'm So Vain." So, so there you go. <laughs> Talk about you. But uh, a big one is entrepreneur, and what's the business hours for that one? Like, oh, how do you, how do you get there? I'd be an expert. First of all, you're mixing entrepreneurs and experts. So okay. I'm going to educate the engineer because obviously oh, keep it going. Know. Oh, you had okay. to get one more. In. And I don't know why he says, please do curse on there. I don't know why he's telling me to do that, but I'll save that for other another audience. All right. So the way it works is to be qualified as an expert, we'd calculate out that you have to work 10,000 hours. How do we calculate that out? Well, you work 40 hours a week in a normal week. You work five days a week, you work 50 weeks a year. That's 2,000 times five years. That's 10,000. But what he was trying to say, and we're going to try to help him out, and I don't have my violin here. Okay. You've got to work on a violin there for me. Okay. I'll get it next time. <laughs> next time, please. Maybe if you get the whole show working, too, that would help as well. You know? All right. All right. So what was that? <laughs> so if you're an entrepreneur, you don't work 10,000 hours in five years, you'll be out of business. You work 10,000 hours probably in two, 
maybe three, but most likely two years, you're going to be working 80 hours a week if you want to start something. It's not a very easy thing to do. So that's why we say 10,000 hours. Now, uh, I know our guests are like going, what did I get myself into? Why am I here? (laughs) And so we don't want to go through every single E. We normally would, but since we have a a 20-minute backlog because the engineer, beginning with an E, doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, All right. Well, that's my empathy, or or I'm so vain and selfish, I don't know which one. All right, so we're not going to go through all the E's, maybe later on the show, but we want to bring on our guest because she's asking, you know, I'm going to have to speak to my publicist. I don't know what you got me into, but, you know, we're going to have a heart-to-heart talk here. So, <laughs> all right, let's go. We're going to start the interview. So, first of all, the name of your company is, I don't know how to pronounce J-A-I, so it's is it Jai? It's Just J Enterprises, but the name of my fitness apparel line is Just J Wear. Just J Wear, okay. And yes. when did that line start? I started the line back September 1, 2020, excuse me, 2017. So when you spoke about five years, my five, fifth year anniversary is coming up, and I just was just thinking about it. A lot of entrepreneurs don't even make it past the first year. So just to be able to make it to the fifth year, it's a blessing within itself. <laughs> all right there he goes thank you that's for your five-year anniversary oh my god all right we'll have thank to have... you and obviously if you're doing this for five years and you started your own business i'm sure you exceeded the ten thousand hours way 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 long time ago not after five years exactly so what did you do before you started the j enterprise well it's kind of what i'm doing still i tell people i have a day job and then i have a everyday job well, actually, the everyday job, it's not even a job, it's my passion. So during the day, I am a program manager in cybersecurity. So I tell most people, that's my investor for my fitness apparel line. So I pour back into the business with great hopes that at some point I'll be able to walk away when, from the financial perspective when it actually makes sense. And I'm getting close to, to that point because I've just uh, received a, a couple brand partnerships and Within the last 30 days, this has been an amazing ride so far. So let's just quickly go over that, maybe about 30 seconds or 20 seconds. What does that mean, cybersecurity? Well, cybersecurity, I provide, I work for a corporate company, and we provide services to help protect customers, and it's um, a customer, Fortune 500 customers from threats and for different exposures and just making sure that their sites is not being under attack. So we provide tools to protect them, to protect them, protect their current customers and protect their environment so it doesn't bring their server or the, or the systems or the customer's data that they house completely down. So I think you should have called up KHTS earlier and then you could have talked to the engineer and <laughs> fixed the problem. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving me one of those looks, you know, like, mm-hmm. a, like the devil. <laughs> Evil eye. Evil, oh, that's another E. Evil <laughs> eye. <laughs> Two E's. Whoa, I'm on a roll. <laughs> so you're working cybersecurity, and then all of a sudden you just said, you know what, I need to get a fitness line? No, actually how it happened is that I joined a particular group of men and women who wanted to get in some good shape. And while I was doing that in the process, I found out I had hypertension. So I'll start working out with them. And I'm wearing another brand, and then I was finding that many women were saying that they needed to find, they love the colors that I have, and I've, I've, loved, I've been in fashion ever since I've been a little girl. So I wanted to create something that solved the problem with most women 
that I was in contact with to give them tummy control and give them that support because at the end of the day, women want to feel good. When they feel good, they look good and they get better results. So that's what it was about, designing a fitness apparel line that was supportive and made women feel good um, when they're actually in the gym or out just um, running errands or just being active in general. So how did you sell your first customer? You got this idea. You know, First of all, you obviously had to make the product. Uh, we'll get into that a little yes. later. But okay. How did you sell to the first customer? Did you go okay. on the street and say, hey, anybody want to buy a fitness thing or what? Oh, well, actually, I started online, but my first customers were actually my friends. So they tested the product out. And what I tell people is that just where initially when I started, it was to empower women and breast cancer survivors. So 5% of the uh, proceeds were to go to this nonprofit called Loving Our Arms in Atlanta, Georgia, to support breast cancer survivors for their essential needs. So many women that I connected with either had breast cancer or knew someone and they wanted to be uh, support for that reason. And then they wanted to buy a product that they can actually utilize and was able to meet their, uh, pr- their price points as well. That, that, that's really amazing. I really like that. Anything that helps out others and I supporting the breast cancer, that's a great, great concept. Are, are you still supporting? Is, does some of your proceeds every year still go for breast cancer? Yes. So what I've decided as I've progressed in the business, every year I'll come out with a pink line and a pink fitness line, and that's specifically for that. And we typically, during the month of October, we have various events and to support the efforts and support that particular organization. In addition to that, it's unfortunate, but then it's fortunate. Um, During the pandemic, I lost my grandfather. I tragically lost my girlfriend. She was on an ATV accident, had an ATV accident, and my grandmother. As a result of three tragedies back-to-back, I fell into deep depression, went in mental psychosis, suicidal ideations, and I was in my second mental health facility was that was instrumental in saving my life. It was a 90-day program working with a trauma specialist, a nurse, a neurologist, um, five therapists, and a nutritionist and a personal trainer from the inside out for 90 days. So they were instrumental in saving my life. So as of May 6th of this year, I launched my nonprofit called Space of Grace, and that's to provide individuals with financial support to go through the 90-day program that I went through to save my life. In addition to that, just helping them with the resources that they need to navigate in this world when they suffer a loss. Wow. Well, that's actually pretty sad, but I'm, I'm very grateful that you were able to pull yourself out of that and are now back and running a great, successful company. So that's good, too. If the engineer would ever know, look at me and do the applause when I told him to, you know, maybe we'd have an applause for that, but I guess not. All right. So let's continue. <laughs> the engineer is giving me such looks today, but you know what? <laughs> I'm kind of ramped up, too, because of the whole issue. So because of the technical problems, I, I can, like, rag on him today. All right. <laughs> no clap for that. All right. Uh, I'm clapping for myself, though. All right. I'm clapping for you. Ha <laughs> We got two. Two against one, zero. All right. <laughs> now, so how did you go from, okay, I got this concept, and, yeah, I'm going to give it to some friends. How do you go from there to, okay, now I'm selling to big companies? Because I, one of the companies I, I noticed here on your website was Macy. So I'm like, how do you go from, you know, okay, girlfriends and people I know buy this product to, wow, we're on Macy's. I mean, that to me is a big, big jump. How did you do that? 
Yes, well, I'm no longer in Macy's, but I had an opportunity. Before the pandemic, They, I went to a conference, and they were offering opportunities for entrepreneurs to come in for 90, for 90 days in their store. And we had to fill out an application, and they loved my product. And then I was in this one space, one store at a time at first. I was in Atlanta, and I was out of 50 entrepreneurs in this, this particular space. I was a top producer. As a result, I was afforded the opportunity to be in Macy's in L.A. and San Francisco. So it was a great entrepreneur opportunity. So I actually have another one that's actually coming up in Atlanta. So they, there's companies now that I really advocate for women-owned business, uh, supporting diversity and inclusion. And there's a lot of opportunities out there for women just like myself just to stretch themselves and be placed in areas where they know that they have that audience and they'll actually sell the product. But this was a brand new product and a brand new company. How do you kind of get the word out? I mean, you don't have a million dollars to spend. (laughs) Exactly. I don't. I network. I meet different people. I do collaborations when I find out there's an opportunity. And then I have a business strategist. I work with her, so she helps me find those particular opportunities and obtain a woman-owned business certification. And then these companies, you find that these companies have supplier and diversity. You apply to be one of their vendors or contractors to do business with them, and they select you and they give you opportunities. So it's many large companies will give small companies opportunities. A lot of people do not know that, but they do. And that's what helps as far as being supporting, you know, small businesses is a large business. So I'm very appreciative of that. Wow, that, that that's really amazing. And first of all, your main product is what? Is it warm-up suit? My main product is fitness apparel. It's leggings. Um, I just launched, which is going absolutely amazing. I just launched my golf line, which is going extremely well. As a result of that, I was asked to be a part of, I want to say, 15 golf tournaments, and each one of them are, is for a nonprofit. And some of them I was able to be a part of and did extremely well. And then some I, I sponsored, and then some I just donated just to uh, assist them in their efforts of the nonprofit initiative. And then I just launched my tennis line. So, And different communities wanting me to come set up and sell to their particular group. So it's really growing in Atlanta. That's amazing. By the way, the engineer wants to know if he can get a pink golf set suit. He warm-up suit. He really wants to wear that. Yeah, I'll wear pink. Of Why not? Course. Yeah, and and support obviously supporting. Brisket. If you come, you're confident you'll wear pink. Yeah, exactly. Course. Exactly. So he's going to get one a pink girl suit, and he's going to wear it on the next show. Thank you very much. I Where's will. the clock? All, All right, right. I will. I'll do it. Send a picture. All right. I'll post. <laughs> oh, and, and we'll give you a picture. We'll give you a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, please, please. Uh, I mean, I give you this. Shiny metallic pink. I have the perfect. That's the that's the breast oh, cancer where it's it, at. It's and he's going to wear it. Pink. And then we're going to send it off on. Okay. Yep. Send uh-huh. it off. Oh, and, Thank you. And, and the you know KHTS has a pretty big following, so hundreds of thousands of people are going to know about that. That's um, right. That I'm confident enough to wear pink. Do a, do a review as well. <laughs> we'll do a Give review. Give me a review. I we're definitely going to do a review Thank on you. your site. Thank the, you. We actually had somebody on two weeks ago on reviews, and that's what he did. He discussed that you know what? It's very important to have reviews on your website. Because people don't know who you are, and they can go to Yelp. Exactly. Google, but it's very important. It creates credibility, and it creates you know some confidence that, hey, listen, other people have 
use the product or service, et cetera, and, and they're successful. So I, I definitely do that. I, I think encourage everybody, if you've tried any of her products, to go out there and write a review. I, I certainly encourage that. Thank you. So let's go over. I know it's kind of earlier in the process, but where do you envision this products that you're selling? Where do you envision yourself to be five years from today? In five years from now, I envision myself being a household name, envision myself being at being one of the partners for the United States Tennis Association, also one of the partners for the LPGA, Professional Golf Association, and volunteering in that space and assisting young girls in the youth who cannot afford to play tennis or who cannot afford to play golf, assisting them with lessons and also with active wear. Cool, cool. And so one of the questions some of our guests had was, you have an MBA is my understanding, okay? And how did that yeah. help you? Did it help you or hinder you in terms of your entrepreneur adventure? Because sometimes people say, oh, it's great. You've got all the background as an MBA, and that's very, very helpful. On the other hand, I've heard people say the opposite kind of hindered me because I was such a corporate person and, and I was kind of boxed in and I tried to follow a formula and I probably would have better off had I not even had the educational background. So you feel that it helped or hurt? I believe it helped me from the leadership perspective, even in the corporate perspective. When you're interviewing and the interviewer likes both of the candidates, they'll go with the person that has the most education. That's just where it is. But, but from the entrepreneur perspective, I feel that this gave me the leadership skills and the tools that I needed to just build my confidence up to know that I can be my own boss and just be organized. And what's, what's key is just understanding the financial components, too, in the business and um, being able to manage that and know what you know, know what you do well and know when you need help, and then being strong enough and being confident enough to, and then having those financial resources to hire someone to do some of the things you don't want to do or the things that you don't do well so you can continue to grow your business and hope with great hopes to have it like a fine oiled machine. Wow, wow. That was great. Okay, so we do have a couple of questions. We know why you started the company, okay? But what inspired you to come out with this product? I understand how you created the product. I understand that, you know, for fitness, and cetera, and trying to figure things out and fitness, fitting, how it worked, et cetera, et cetera. But was there another idea why you came out and added on the breast cancer part of it? Was there something that inspired you to do that? My cousin was a breast cancer survivor, so I wanted to do something to support her. And then I wanted to bring just awareness, and I wanted to share different health tips. And then I wanted women to just have top of mind is to do the self-check. So... And it was just important for me to attach my business to something that helped others. I've spent the bulk of my life volunteering in various capacities, whether it's with the youth, with scholarships, whether it's with the elderly, or just in general, and just or the health and wellness committees that I'm on within my sorority. So I wanted to attach it to that. And I love fashion, and that was one of the reasons why, too, I wanted, I love my pieces have vibrant colors, and they support vibrant and bright colors. This gives you that positive energy and that positive vibe, and that's what I wanted my company to embody. Wow, that was very interesting. How did you raise money in the beginning? 
Was it? I mean, it was all self financed, or or did he do anything to have you know your uncle, or your friend, or somebody to to give you some finances, or, or how did you work? Not at all. Actually, it was my savings and my four hundred one k. Wow. Then eventually, I, I received a business loan. But when I initially started, started small and didn't want to burden anybody. And a lot of times, you know, people are very skeptical. Um, about your business, they have to see that you're doing well to gravitate to it. So that's basically where I started with me. So a lot of times people want to see, too, in a business, if you're asking for money for a business and you have no skin in the game, you have not invested in your business, why would somebody else want to invest in your business if you haven't even done it yourself? That's another example. But I personally wanted to do it because it's my day that I wanted to take care of it a certain way. And then you have to understand that when you start accepting money from individuals, and it depends, they may want to tell you how to run your business. So you have to be careful from that aspect as well. I want to go back because I forgot something about the sponsor. So I had mentioned during the sponsorship that we have that they have LLC courses and corporation courses and trademark courses. And I was just wondering what, what you thought about that, if that would have helped somebody like yourself in your position to have been able to go out there and take a course like that or whether or not you think that there are other ways to do it? Well, I, I strongly recommend it. I have my trademark. That was so important to do it. I didn't personally do it. I don't have the time or the will with, uh, without to do it. I paid somebody to do it. So it's most definitely, if you're trying to elevate your brand and protect it, you want to make sure that you are protecting your brand, your logo, because you don't want to be in business five or six years and come to find out you're doing extremely well and then someone else is, has your brand, had a right to your brand and they tell you, send you a, a letter, cease and assist that you can't do it anymore. So be careful uh, with that. Entrepreneurs is listening. So if you are serious about your brand and you want to elevate your brand and go to the next level, that should be one of the first things that you should do. You trademark and you trademark what exactly, what do you want to trademark? Do you want to trademark t-shirts, the leggings, there's different items as far as what you want to trademark, but overall the logo within itself, and they'll ask you, what do you want to trademark it on, what type of clothing? And also that can be a long process, my understanding. It can take it a year or more. Yeah, it, it could be. Some people say, you know, it's six months to a year, but long as it's in the process and no one has it, so you're overall, you're secure. But you can still move on because what they want to see when you have the trademark, they want to see that you have your site up and you're already utilizing it. That's one of the things that was part of the criteria when I first started. And do you have one more, one trademark, two, or multiple? I have two. Okay. Next question okay. somebody wants to know, what would you tell young girls looking to get started as entrepreneurs to do and what to be careful of if they want to start their own business? First of all, I would tell young ladies is to first know what it is that you want to do, not what someone else wants you to do. What are you passionate about? What is it that you enjoy? And that's important because there's going to be money associated with it. And if you're young, you may have to look through your parents. Your parents have to see that you enjoy it because they may be, you know, start off to be your investor. It depends on what age, especially if you're still in high school and or college. And then from there, they will work with you, come up with a budget of what that actually looks like. You want to start small. You don't want to spend too much. You want to start small. And then the goal is not to have much inventory because once you start, you know, you start small and you're selling the item, it depends on where it is. First, you want to do tests with your family and friends and see what they will buy it. 
But keep in mind, it's only so far you can go with your family and friends. You can't keep coming to your family and friends. But that initially, your family and friends are your top supporters. And then depending on what it is, find out who is your audience. That's a very, very important. Find out who is your audience and then present your product to that particular audience. You want to get in front of them. But I'll take a few steps back. Have your parents or work with uh, someone that can help you with a business plan. So that is basically your roadmap of, of success. It takes time to create, but at least you know where you are. You look at your projections and you see if you hit those particular targets. But you have something to go back to as a, ref, as, as a reference point as you navigate in your business. And that business plan goes up to five years, and you can change it as you grow, but you have a starting point. So. A lot of common words out there that I've heard is customer avatar, and you mentioned that about your audience, right? Normally, I guess when you're first starting your business and you have no sales and you just came out with your product, right, you have to figure out who your customer avatar is. Now, you could guess, and obviously in your case, you know, you're going to look at females, you're going to look at probably young people, but not necessarily because anybody could be buying the leggings or the suits or whatever. But how do you create your demographic or your creativity for your Custom avatar, the first one, not after a year or two after you've sold, then you know what it is. But how do you start out? Well, I just had a vision. You have to be a visionary. This is ideally you're creating this product for this group of people, you know, ideally with this financial status. And then as you grow, you do surveys, and then you see who is actually buying, and then you have to go and scale back and look at that. And then in addition to that, you place ads. So you want to place ads to your target audience. You don't want to place a place an ad, especially on Facebook or Instagram, and that's not your audience. You'll be wasting money. So you learn. As time progresses, you'll learn who is your audience, who are the ones that actually are supporting you, and who, who can afford the product because that's who you want to present it to, someone who can afford it, not someone who you present a product and they want to deal or they want to, you know, want to sell or you want you to discount what you have because you value this item at that particular price and there is an audience that will appreciate that product and will appreciate that particular price. And I tell people many times, you don't have to go down on your price if you don't want to. Let You can offer a deal. Don't allow people to always ask you for a deal. Don't allow that to actually happen because I say even with high-end stores, you go to Chanel, you go to Louis Vuitton, all these different stores, you don't, they don't offer you a deal. They typically don't have a deal. So don't feel like you have to give someone a deal in order for them to purchase something from you. We're going to get into that. I just want to go over a couple of things so, and make sure we do it for the show. So first of all, if people wanted to connect with you, is there a way that they can connect to you? How would they get in touch with you? Okay, they can connect with me on my website. It's just J-U-S-T-J-A-I-W-E-A-R.com. So that's Just J-Wear. Also on Instagram, Just J-A-I-W-E-A-R. And you can, you know, inbox me or you can subscribe to my newsletter and or info at JustJWear.com. My team, we respond back. And I just appreciate you affording me the opportunity to actually speak. And it's just so important. Not only, it's not, it's bigger than my fitness apparel line. It's about health and wellness, making sure that you take care of you from the inside out and everything else will fall into place. Do the things that you need to do 
to feel good about yourself and to be healthy and live a healthy lifestyle and help others in the community do the same. So one other thing is, while the show is on radio right now, we also have a podcast version. The podcast version will be available on Spotify and Apple iTunes and anywhere you listen to your, your podcast. So we're going to have a podcast version. There's also a version on YouTube, and currently right now it is being shown on Facebook Live, so you can listen to that anytime. We have about... Thank you. No problem. And we're going to ask, unfortunately, a tough question. You mentioned it earlier. How do you set your price? I set my price based on the product, based on the fabric and uh, the style of it. So that's so it's a lot involved in that equation. And then based on a profit margins for the price. So you're in business to make money. You're not in business to lose. So keep that in mind. And your brand. Your brand speaks everything as well. Well, thanks a lot. You've been a great guest. You're listening to the Ask Brian Radio Show on KHS 1220, 98.1 FM. Over and out. Thank you for tuning in to the Ask Brian Radio Show. You can listen to us every Thursday on KTHS AM 1220 and FM 98.1 or via Facebook Live or anytime wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit askbrian.com to join the conversation and ask us your business questions and we'll answer them on our next episode. That's askbrien.com.